This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. It looks like church this morning, right? Psalm 37 verse 4. Before we take our seats. Everybody read together. One, two, go. Hallelujah. <laughs> Delight yourself in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of their... What about if the desire of the heart of a man is to marry a second wife? <laughs> That is the reason for the first part. Only those who have delighted themselves in the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> they are the only ones that God will give. Actually, the real meaning. You cannot just see God bless you. Welcome to church this morning. It's, the way it's written, it looks like it will give a desire of your heart. When you delight yourself in the Lord, your desires will come from the Lord. You will never desire anything outside his will for your life. Otherwise, you can desire another man's wife. You can desire someone's property. But when you are delighted in the, when you delight yourself in the Lord, there is a work that happens in your spirit, man. You can only desire what is consistent with God's plan for your life. One of the things I want to explain, which we will talk about later, these are the depths of the, uh, when it comes to the Spirit of God, which I want to take a, a, a step further today. When the Lord begins to walk with you, it's not every time that the Spirit tells you that do this. Now, this is connected to the Scripture. Many times, the Spirit of God, as you pray and fellowship with Him, puts a desire in your heart to want to do certain things. Because the Holy Spirit lives inside your spirit. Many times the Holy Spirit does not say, I want you to go to UK. At times, by the depth of your fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you hear what he's saying in your personal language or your, uh, let's put it this way. There is just a burning desire to do something. There is a burning desire that says, this is the man you should marry. It's not that the Spirit of God will say, Charles says the man. It does that at times. But many times, there will just be a desire in your heart towards Charles. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Yes, Amen. I, now, what I've just said now, I have answered the questions of many hearts. The Lord has spoken to many, but because it did not sound like, talk where? Go and do this. Talk where I want you to do this. It came as a desire to do this. Are you getting what I'm saying? So there can just be, <laughs> all of a sudden, you begin to feel like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing now. Or I'm supposed to stop this. Because it looks like it's originating from you. You are not thinking it's the Holy Spirit. 
Because you think if it is God, it will come from outside like an instruction. But you have forgotten that it lives in you. It does not live outside of you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. So many times, this might be up to 60% of the leading of the Holy Spirit you will receive will come in form of desire. As to pray. Now, what is different between the desire that is from him and the one that is just from my soul? That's the reason for prayer and the word of God. It will separate the two. That's what the Bible says, the word of God, Hebrews 4.12. Living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Person that sunder into spirit and soul. And I want to begin on that note tonight. But did you just get what I've just said now? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Many times as you pray, desires are battered in your hearts. It will sound like you are the one thinking of doing this. But it is the spirit of God speaking to you to do it. Do you get what I've just said now? Yes, Praise the Lord. I feel like visiting these people. But it's the Lord saying go visit them. But it's sounding like, I feel like, on getting there you will understand the reason why you have received the prompting to go there. I don't feel like continuing with this deal. But it's in the Spirit of God telling you that enough of that deal. And as soon as you back out, you will realize that thank God I did. Because your spirit, the Bible says that anyone, it said he that is baptized in the spirit has become one with the spirit. Because you have become one, you hear most of his instructions in form of your desire. Why? You have become one spirit. Do you get what I've just said now? He that is joined to the Lord has become one spirit with the Lord. Is that 1 Corinthians chapter 3? So there is that oneness between you and the spirit of God. That is your spirit. So I'm not talking about things originating from your soul. And now we will talk maybe next week by the grace of God or whatever about soul and spirit. But there is something I want to talk about today. Hallelujah. Which will actually serve as a foundation. Always remember, as we talk severally, that he that is joined to the Lord has become one spirit. There is oneness. But he that is joined to the Lord has become his one spirit with the Lord. There is, a one, there is that oneness. So since the Holy Spirit dwells inside your spirit, there is that oneness. Any desire that comes from your spirit is from the Holy Spirit. The problem is the soul. And that is what we'll talk about later, but not today. But I want to tell us today what will help even to answer the question of your soul. And that is the first work of the Holy Spirit. John chapter 14. Let's start from that verse 23. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 14, go to where he started talking about the Holy Spirit. Um, it will take me. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you, say the next word together. Say it again. The first assignment of the Holy Ghost might not be to show you visions and you hear voices. The major work that the Holy Spirit will do, and which is the first work he will do, is to reveal the word of God to you. If the Spirit will not reveal the word of God to you, you'll be led astray by another spirit. 
Is somebody hearing me? This is the first, the Holy Ghost makes you to fall in love with the word of God. It's a starting point. Jesus said when he comes, he will teach you all things. What? He will bring to your remembrance things I have said to you. The first thing the Spirit of God does is to begin to call your attention to what is written. Let me hear a sound amen. Amen. What so many people want is for the Spirit to come and start showing them how many witches are in their family. Once it does not educate you in the world, you will get into error. Let's look at two examples that are almost perfect examples. What happened to Jesus when the Holy Ghost came down in? Luke chapter 4. Straight away, he went into the wilderness to pray. But after 40 days and 40 nights, Satan showed up and Jesus did not say, after 40 days, I saw you on the mountain. I saw this thing. This is a man in spirit. Jesus only answered one thing. It is written. The first effect of the Holy Ghost upon your life is to make see. Listen, not too many Christians actually believe that this is the word of God. If you don't have that foundation, forget about the Holy Spirit. The first thing it testifies to is that that which is written here, this is, they call it canon scriptures, but this is the word of the Lord. Because everything it will make out of your life is going to bring it from here. So the Holy Spirit testifies of the word of God first. Its number one assignment is to make you believe that the Bible is the word of God. What I've just said now sounds so simple. Many Christians don't believe the Bible. And once you do, you cannot function in power. One man of God in a place of vision, when he had an encounter, he asked the Lord that, why didn't you just tell Lucifer something else? All the temptation you told him about it is written. And Jesus said that nobody can improve on what is written. He's the highest manifestation of God. He said, I just fasted for 40 days. I could have said that I rose too. He said, but I found that there's no better way to answer Satan than it is written. Lack of it is written will make people do 40 days dry and the bondage remains. Why? They will not go to the book. Ah, it's so sweet to trust in Jesus. Just to take him at his word. Just to rest upon his promise. Just to know. I like that part. Just to know, don't see the Lord. This is why your Bible is in your room and you will not read it. You have not accepted that this is God talking to you. You know, because... Especially in Africa. This is why you must trust God to help you with exposure. Somebody will tell, oh, as I was praying, then the seven spirits appear in my family, and I saw, and people want to be like that to see something. But I love the lies of Andrew Womack, who will come out to say, I have never seen a vision in my life. Yet there are Bible schools across the world. He said they are budget per, per week alone. Maybe they spend like two billion every week. They have never lacked one. They've never bought anything on credit. He has ill more cancer than those who are seeing things. And he has never seen anything. Didn't Jesus tell Thomas? He said, Blessed are, he said, he said, you, said Thomas, 
<laughs> when he saw Jesus, he said, My Lord and my Jesus, Thomas, who believe because of him, he said, Blessed are those who have not seen, yet they have believed. Why? The Lord said, We are more real in the visible realm than the visible. God does not dwell in the visible realm. He said, All that brought all these things to my life, it is written. He said, I can spend 10 hours a day with my Bible. Now, Andrew does not even pray for the sick again. He stands here. It's young people in the ministry, they pray and cancers are getting and the things are going. They, they, he, said, he said, the only way God has spoken to me is that he quickens a scripture in my spirit. And I've tested it all around the world. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. There are people listening to me now, waiting to hear from God and their Bible is closed. And the Lord is saying that you want to download yet your phone is switch off. You are the living word. Africans love to pray, but they don't love the word of God. They are life to those who find them. And hell to their flesh. Hell to their lives. Hell to their circumstances. The word of God. If Jesus felt that the only way to answer Satan, by the time you start answering any other way, 30 vigils, just know that you know what Jesus didn't know when he was on that. And PhD youth. Call for Bible study and see people stay away. What, what do people really want? Then call for, ah, I see gymnastics. You know, it's not in me to pick up, but I don't want to say, I, I, I've seen all kind of prayer posts and prayer attitude that are not in the Bible. Africans are impressed with performances, but no results. It is true. Now, as I've said it many years ago, and I totally agree with him. The Africans love effort, even they don't look at the results. Ah! We, that, we fired them 30 nights. So after 30 nights, what happened? You are celebrating your effort that produced nothing. That's why people appreciate, if you want to impress an African man, when you enter their family, scatter ground. You understand? Then raise your voice. Kalo, kalo, hey! And then everybody, hey! <laughs> a lady came to my pastor at time with the and uh, she was asking the person that brought uh, right in the presence of pastor that hope is hope is see so and she told pastor that hope share your marriage or do you see he said at least pastor said at least I greeted you when you came in that means I saw you it's amazing ah why don't you let the word of God appear to you Jesus said it is written. After that, Luke chapter 4. That was the first thing. Look at the second thing he did again when he came out of the wilderness. Go to verse 16 or so. Oh, thank you. He came to Nazareth. Where, now, this was straight away from the wilderness where he had been brought up. As his custom was, he went to the synagogue and he stood up for two words. Everybody say that word together. Amen. Tell your neighbor, read the word of God. Ah, the Lord went as far as saying in the book of Revelation, blessed are those who read these words of prophecy. Look at the next verse. Next verse, 17. 
they and there was delivered to him the book of prophet Isaiah. And when he opened it, he found a place written. The first activity of Jesus after being baptized in the Holy Ghost. Secretly, he addressed Satan with its written. Openly, he addressed people with its written. That was all he did. Before the Holy Ghost, when at age 8 or 12, 12, he sat down with teachers of the law. And he was arguing, asking questions, and discussing with them. After the Holy Ghost, he picked a written word. It is, can you imagine the one that the father said, this is my only begotten son in womb? If you understand what I'm saying, even if the Lord appears to you physically and he commissions you, when a non-Christian says to you that Jesus is not real, you will not mention the fact that you've seen a vision. You will prove it from the word of God. Many years ago, the Lord told me that one. Your vision Keep it to yourself. Stay with the word of God. I said, Lord, it will impress them when I tell them things I have seen. He said, nothing can impress people more than the written word. You will think that by just telling a sinner what's it. That's why you go on evangelism. Don't argue. Don't say too many things. Are you saying there's no miracle? There are miracles in our church. No, just tell them that the Bible says there are miracles. Forever, oh Lord. Because what you have said to the person, your testimony is not a living thing. Your stories are not living things, but the word of God is a living thing. The apostle might argue, but when he leaves your presence, you have given him something that won't let him rest. Why? The word will wake him up in the night. The head of Full Gospel of State, who later became the head for Full Gospel National, Nationwide, he was a Nifa, he was a chronic Muslim, he hated Christians. He was always winning every argument. He argued with a Christian brother and he won. And the brother said, actually, you won the argument. He said, but the fact remains that Jesus is Lord and gave him a scripture. Hey. The guy went to the room happy that everybody applauded that he won the argument. Said, I just defeated all the Christians in my class. But in the night, that word came to him. Hey. He gave his life by himself by daybreak and began to pray. He shocked the old school in effect then. The word of God. How much confidence do you have in the word? I mean, Jesus could have said, Satan, after 40 days, empty stomach for 40 nights, then your confidence will be your fasting. Satan is not afraid of empty stomach. He doesn't eat anyway. So you want to impress him that you see, I fasted for. And this way, people do their confidence grow. My hope is built on nothing else. By the time you trust in any other thing, it is the armor of the flesh and it will fail you. The word of God. Baruste, a pastor that I know, the most faithful couple in his church, they were without children for years. They were the best givers and they were always very active in church. They would, they would invite people to church. And then in the spirit while he was praying, he heard the wife saying, Lord, we are doing this. Remember us and give us a child. And the Lord said, correct that. He called them out and told them that you are trying to bargain with God on things you are doing for God. Able to realize that God is giving children to those who are not even asking him. Never come to God to say, I'm doing this. That's why you should do this. It's under covenant of oaths between you and God. Certainly like that can be said. But on a plain level, don't. Come to God because God says he is good and his mercy endures forever. Period. Because he cannot deny himself. You see, when you try to prove to God that you have done everything well, he will show you things you have not done well. Because nobody can be absolutely right before God. 
except under the covenant of the blood of Jesus Christ. Outside the blood, our flaws are as visible as anything. If you have never done anything wrong before, what about wrong thoughts? Can a day pass without you thinking anything wrong? If you know how holy God is, you will never talk of yourself before him. He has given us his righteousness through Christ, and that is the only thing we should depend on. This word. I'm about to stop. Second example, after the matter of two or three witnesses, when the Holy Ghost came upon Peter, Acts chapter 2. Let's read again. Just look at this example. Peter, that was timid. The Holy Ghost came. Let's start from verse 14. Again, on the old Pentecost, Peter began. But Peter stand up with the left, lifted up his voice and said to them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known, akin to my words. Next verse. These men are not drunk as you think. Next verse. But this is that which was spoken by prophet Joel. The Holy Ghost came down upon Peter and he remembered Joel. Are you following me? And Peter quoted Joel and quoted and 3,000 people got born again that day. What about Apostle Paul? You are going to see this pattern. The day they stoned Stephen, Stephen gave them the Bible record of Abraham till, and he kept telling the story, and kept telling the story till the prophets, and they stoned him. But the Bible said that Philip was full of Holy Ghost and wisdom. His Holy Ghost, first of all, led him the Word of God. Why? That's the way it works. The spirit and the word, they are one. Because the, all that the spirit will do in your life, it will do them through the word. And there are places of Holy Ghost just saying something like, you can hear God's audible voice. Even though it might happen just a few times in your life, and it's happened to just a few number of people. But there is a provision for everybody. You don't need an audible voice. If God feels that you need one, he might tell you, but you don't need visions. If it feels that you need one, the greatest visions are coded in the word of God. When you see what God is saying, that's a bigger vision than lying down your bed and dreaming. That's bigger than open trance, than trance, than open vision. Because this is the word. Are you getting what I'm saying? In the old court, they see vision. The only thing Satan does not have, and what he fears most, it is, it is written. Ah, I would rather sit in my room and be listening to a message. I've been like that all my life than to go for a concert. You know, many Christians don't know what is, what is important to them. How powerful is the word of God? When they were going to Canaan land, hi, make sure they will put on his table. John was in the wilderness and they were coming to him from every quarter. And he kept looking at him, Mark chapter 1. Because all the pastors told them, who will leave town to come here? An angel did not appear to say that I will make them come. He was just looking at the scripture. When the scripture got fired into his spirit, that is what you see everybody going to Canaan land. If you go to that place, the few times I've been there, it's as far as, yet the estate where I live in the morning, in, in my estate, once 4 a.m. I see lambs, that's where they are going the rich and the poor, everybody together. What is bringing them is this thing. The word, it does not fail. 
It does not fail. It does not fail. And this same Bible is in your room. Somebody was going to a far place. He didn't know how people would be coming to church that place. He didn't say, Bishop, he, didn't he just only took the word that if I can find it in the word and dwell enough on it, it will produce. And it happened. Now, you are going through something. You need a man, a woman, a child, and then the word of God is closed on your table. But you are looking for a prophet to pray for you. Don't you see the kind of error you are in? Answers are just on the table, but you will not open it. Forever, O oh Lord. Ash. I don't want to mention his name, but he's a pastor now. You all know very well. That time, the federal law says that you must practice under another lawyer for five years to be able to be free to start your own chambers. And it was on his third year and he wanted to start. He began to pray and look at the way. He just saw the scripture. In the day that thy wall shall be built, the decree shall be far removed. And that is Amos. And he stood on that word. Federal government, many years ago, I think it was the same boy that was the president, just announced one money for no reason. That the number of years of pride under somebody is reduced. Check Nigeria, from, I can't remember the exact thing, from, from five to three years. How can a man open the Bible in his room and God go and wake up president in Asurok? There's no distance in the spirit. This is a bridge. It's a bridge between you and anything you need in this world. A bridge between you and any man. Forever, oh God, I word. Is someone blessed? Oh Lord, we thank you. Many years ago, Rabbi Sam told us, he took a check. He just saw something in the Bible about faith. And he wrote an amount. And he wrote the date that I'm giving out this amount. I don't know, maybe 20 million or so. And in a short while after that, that money came. Take what Hebrews 4.12 says, that the word of the Lord is living. As you wake up every morning and look at your Bible, this is a living thing. This living thing wants to talk to you. Destinies are here. All answers are here. Hi. Mm. Is somebody with me? Yes, sir. It is the first thing that the Holy Spirit will begin with. Yes, it's possible for people to, like from when they are young, to have an encounter go and begin to see things. But if, if they don't get themselves rooted in the world, it will lead into their destruction. And it has happened to many. It will lead to problem. You must begin your journey with the Holy Spirit by Him making you, making the word real to you. And then giving you an insatiable hunger for the word. Yes. That you just fall in love with the word of God. Over and over again. Over and over again. People that are genuinely, who have been genuinely touched by the Holy Spirit, these are the beginning, the first signs that you see in them. Love for the word. I was in GSS 3 when I got born again, and I was sharing with somebody yesterday. 
before they had read the Bible all through once, by just when I got born again, a few months after that, I read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. It must bring the word of God to you. This is where answers are. Hallelujah. <laughs> One day, I read in Job, you shall lay gold. He said, receive now the Lord from his mouth. If the most high, something like if you reconcile with the most high, you shall, have, shall lay gold as dust. That scripture came alive in me many years back. And then it also came like, people don't spend gold again. That means nine dollars and, and I think I've told you before, but I won't go to the fullness of it. Let me think of traveling at any time. It has never failed once. Without mentioning it to anybody, if I'm traveling now, somebody has to give me dollars. And by the grace of God, I don't say to people that I'm traveling or anything. Once it's a week, two or so, somebody, somehow, somebody. Down to somebody coming, an old friend, old, old friend. One time like that, we're having services here just some months ago. And the person just came from another country to the country. I don't know what he came to do. And he told me, I'm going to the airport. No, 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 no. And he just said, I'm used to be friends in school. And he just said, okay, by the way, let me even give you this. And then he gave $2,000. Forever, oh Lord. Why don't you interact with this guy? I know the one guy might stand off and say, I'm sorry for his name. I'm just saying, why don't you interact with this person? Life is here. This is the first thing the Holy Spirit wants to do. He wants to teach you the word. Because everything is in the word. One day, I knew it was Pastor Debo that said there was a situation that looked hopeless. In the morning, he picked up the Bible and he just read that God is not a man that should lie. I think it has to do with their lie. It looked like, humanly speaking, it was impossible. Then that scripture just came that, but God is not a man. It is only in the realm of man that some things are impossible. He said from morning till night, he was just walking around. I think they went for a meeting in Abuja. People didn't know what he was. He wasn't thinking about the program. He was thinking about that scripture. So every opportunity you are just saying about that, God is not a man. That is meditation. God is not a man. So it is a man that can be stranded. So this thing that they are saying that if we don't pay by tomorrow and they're looking at all our options, we don't have what it takes to pay. But God is not a man. He does not operate like a man. And within a day, sudden help from somewhere. The scripture called the man that must respond. God is not a man. The scripture can wake up somebody in America for your sake. Because the word is a living person. And it cuts across the entire world. No limitation. Hallelujah. What nobody will do for you. Somebody can pray for you. Nobody can study the word of God for you. 
Somebody can make it simpler, read it into a tape. You can, I listen to Bible, I read Bible. But please, brethren and brethren, go to the word of God. The moment you settle with the word, the Holy Spirit becomes excited. Even John told us a story, he was studying the word so much one day that Jesus walked in physically and put his hand on the shoulder, said, you are reading that which is said about me, my son, and he vanished. They are excited. This is where their power is. When you give attention to it, the spirit begins to work in your life more when it sees your affinity for the word. Do you know there are many people that can pray for hours upon hours, but they cannot stay with the world for 10 minutes? Who taught us like this? Any small degrees are praying, but they will not look at. Why don't you first of all read? Then you can begin your prayer from the word. I, have I helped somebody today? Yes, sir. If you are trying to hear from God, and you are wondering why God is not speaking, it is because he's telling you to go back to what he has said. It is out of what he has said that you hear what he's saying. Yes. Do you hear what I've just said now? Yes. What you want to hear, he has said, when you go to what he has said, you will hear what he's saying from what he has said. When Jesus came, he quoted the word more than any other apostle, even though covenant. When the Pharisees challenged him, he said, I've not read. He said it many times. When they asked him a question about marriage, the first, the first thing he told them, he said, what have you read? And he said, he read Moses. And he said, from the beginning it was not so that Moses brought them this. Every time, disciples were eating with some watch and Pharisees challenged Jesus just said, no, no, I've not read what David did. That means the Spirit of God made him to be soaked in the Word of God. Every time somebody tested, he would just read. I'm not, many of you never really observed this about Jesus. But as I'm saying now, you can think about this. Every time he responded by what he read, he read the law, he read the prophets every time. He said, no wonder Isaiah said that hearing they will not hear. Every time he read, he just declared what he read. Because that is the primary ministry of the Holy Spirit. To make you know the word. When you know the word, you are blessed. You are blessed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hmm. How powerful is the scripture? We'll look at that another day. I wish God would open everybody's eyes to see what happens when you stand in the center of your room and declare what is written. Because we don't see. And you don't really need to see. But you need to understand that something happens when the word of God goes into the atmosphere. Everything in life, they all have here. Trees have ears. Wind, they have here. That is short disciple when just commanded the wind. Nobody had told them that wind can listen. They can. There is nothing God has created that does not hear. That's what the Bible says, hear, O art. The art can hear. Yes. On the day of judgment, the cat will give an account of every blood that, that people 
that, that people have, that people have every, every lifetime later than the blood that touched the ground, that was built on the ground, the ground will give an account of everything on that day. The Bible talks about the sea giving out the body in it. God will just tell that, give me all the bodies dumped inside you, and they will come. Yes. The earth has a voice. That's why a Christian can stand on the ground and make a declaration. The ground will reject any boy that contradicts that. Very true. So if a ground is caused, a Christian just needs to get there and declare a word of blessing. You know, you don't even need in blessing. You don't need to undo a cause by referring to the cause. You just bless. The blessing has power to remove sorrow. Things of God are powerful. That's why Moses did not say that all that Jacob said against Reuben. You know, Genesis 49, Reuben was caused by the father. But in Deuteronomy 33, 34, Moses came to bless 33 or 33 or 35. He began to bless. And he said, let Reuben live and let his men not be few. But the father said, Reuben, you shall not excel. Stay at a level. Moses said, no, let Reuben live. He didn't say, this time I said, that, okay, now let's first of all remove what Jacob said. Today, like Africa, I command all that Jacob has said, oh yeah, renounce, renounce, renounce. No. The blessing is superior. When it comes to the Bible says that <laughs> it eliminates or it will just terminate other things. Because light and darkness cannot dwell together. When you switch on light, you don't need to bind darkness. It will go by itself. Because by nature, they are incompatible. So, okay, let's put on light now. So it's not that we are putting on light. Let's now turn darkness to go. It's not necessary. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. If in the next 30 days, you allow the Spirit of God to teach you the Bible, I guarantee every one of you, by first week of September, you would have become somebody that would be a surprise to your current you now. I'm telling you. If messages will help you study more, listen to messages. But stay with this word. Open it on your bed. Sit down with the word. In the morning, when you want to do devotion, don't talk to God with your Bible away from you. Talk to God with your Bible with you. It speaks through this word. As you are praying, let your Bible be with you. What you are saying is not as important as what he is saying. You are saying what you are saying so that you can hear what he is saying. It is when the Father speaks that all is done. Are you getting what I'm saying? All over the people pray everywhere. What others don't have access to is the voice of God, through the word of God. Forever, O Lord. Thy word. Thy word. Thank you. Is someone blessed this morning? Will you fall in love with your Bible? Then you will see another dimension of the Holy Ghost. As you do. Let's rise. Nothing purifies you like the word of God. The Bible says, how shall a young man keep his way? So many young men are praying, Lord, help me to live a pure life. The word of God will purify you. He said that a word I've hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. It guides. It deletes lust from your system. And you look at opposite says it's a genuine love you feel for them. The word of God.
it gives you grace to live above every temptation. You'll say, no, I am not for that. It re-engineers you from inside. You've been timid, weak. You've been lustful. But now, no lust. Boldness, purity. Purity of thoughts and of mind. Of motive and of action. They what? All of a sudden, you can't be afraid anymore. They don't understand why you are not afraid. They what? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. There is another place where we share this at length in a conference happening later this week somewhere. In that one, the Lord gave me like a one that won the body of Christ. Attention to the spirit without the word. We lead all of them to spiritism. And it's beginning to become very common on campuses everywhere. Prayer movements that lacks the word will lead men into something else. And many are just a step away from young people now. I see a lot of videos online. I commend their zeal. But once it's not rooted in the word, there'll be a problem. There'll be a problem. This is they have happened before, and they are making an attempt to happen again. I don't know, I feel a compassion towards everybody in the church. Most of the things we're asking to talk to you about. He would have spoken to you a long time ago if you were studying this. But somebody taught you about a voice from outside that will tell you something, about a vision you want to see, to now know that God is working. Yet he has spoken to you from his word. Something that will not change. There are specifics. He can tell that go for this house, not this house. But they are still rooted on the fact that you have been working with him in the light of his word. Even if you are called to be a prophet, over 70% of what God will say to you, will say it through the word. People don't know that the first job of a prophet, according to Papa Ege, which I agree with, is to teach the word, not to prophesy. Many have lost their ministry that way, and I think I explained. By the time you are operating in signs and wonders, people start coming. And when you are teaching, they just want you to perform. You will lose your ministry when people direct you. Not God. Nobody has told you this. That Jesus did more of teaching than any other thing. Have you noticed? What was his name? What did they call him? Rabbi. Meaning what? Teacher. More than any other thing. I have seen genuinely, prophets that were genuinely called. When people come and, you are pre and they are preaching, the signs people are giving you is that, boy, when will you start prophesying? So they even be tapping the neighbor. that you said yesterday, gave out 17 prophets. We don't they sit down for 40 minutes now. The guy just they talk Hebrew Greek. And when he looks at the face of the people truly, he wants to begin to. All of us that are ministers of God, God must stripe him or deliver you of this thing. Otherwise, you want to be right with the people. And then you are wrong with God, like in Saul. And Saul's don't last long in palaces. He said, David that will do his will. His will. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's a simple message, but are you blessed this morning? Show me any sister or any brother. 
misbehaving. I will tell you somebody that is not rooted in the world and does not give attention to the world. Why do you have crisis in Christian marriages? Many times. The day I met a man, he could do 21 days dry. Yet, everything, mommy said, mommy said, mommy said, till he separated from his wife. When I met the wife and she told me, and I met the man, I saw that even at 50, he was still mommy's boy. Everything, mommy. The mom would say, this girl is a witch. This one is, this one. The lady found that she wasn't the first. That was how he was 50, still looking for a relationship. He has sent away a lot of ladies. The mom actually sent them away. And I said that with all your fasting. Immediately, Lily told me, I knew that meeting it would be a man without the word. And when I met truly, he could go to any mountain, but to study this Bible. But the Bible didn't say prayer changes a man. It is the word that transforms. I'm not downplaying, but we have to pray. They go together. But what changes people is the word of God. You can pray so much and that anger can remain. Remember Moses, after encounters with God on mountain for 40 nights, speak to the rock, he smote the rock, like he smote an Egyptian 40 years before. But there is something about those who have submitted themselves to the world. It changes you from inside. It breaks you. It remotes you to a new person. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you ready for another dimension of the Holy Ghost? It will lead you to it. Father, we thank you for your word. Help us to be doers. Help us to give attention to your word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.